Hey, it's Brother Matt. Welcome to Along the Way. I'm on retreat this week, and so I am not near my phone or computer, but I'm very excited for you to listen to this interview with my very good friend, Danielle Harrison. If you're seeing a theme that every guest is my very good friend, it's because I have a lot of friends. <laughs> uh, Danielle is a spiritual director. She is a lawyer by training. She has taught at Jesuit schools for many years and I think Sacred Heart schools as well. Uh, she's currently involved in the slavery memory and reconciliation process between the Society of Jesus and the descendants of, of the slaves that we bought and sold and owned. And um, she just brings this beautiful perspective as a woman of faith, as a Black Catholic, and as a spiritual director steeped in the Ignatian tradition. So enjoy this conversation with Damien and Danielle while I am on retreat. Pray for me. I'm praying for you. Hello, everyone. Um, as you had heard, Matt um, is on retreat this week, so he is not able to be with us. Um, but I am here with a good friend, Danielle Harrison. Welcome, Danielle. Well, hello. How are you today? I'm so glad good. to be here. I'm so glad that you are here. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. Um, right now, I am doing a number of things. One is the co-director of the Slavery, History, Memory, and Reconciliation Project with the Jesuits of the United States and Canada. So, And what we do is we are looking at the history of Jesuits um, and their history of, of slaveholding and doing some really great work in uncovering that lost history, um, doing the research, connecting with living descendants, and then figuring out ways in which we can take that history and being led by the descendants themselves and how we um, move forward together in partnership, um, mm. sharing that history, how, what does restoration look like, um, and just what does ra racial reconciliation and justice look like um, from that? Because I think our history really dictates how we move in today's world. Hmm. Um, so, so I do that, and then I also do a lot of work just around um, equity and inclusion with some high schools and helping our high schools realize that talking about racial justice um, is part of who we are as our mission and our charism. Mm. And these are high schools. These are Jesuit high schools. Jesuit high schools. But I, I, I have to say, I have not met uh, a high school, a, care, uh, a Catholic high school, or a Christian high school that doesn't have in their charism the work to do social justice and to recognize that everyone's made in the image and likeness of God, hmm. and so that fits perfectly with, you know, racial justice and really recognizing the humanness in each one of us, and that part of the racial injustice is that for so long, people were not recognized as being made in the image and likeness of God. And so when you give schools that language to help them really understand what that's about, um, I think it helps them enter into the conversation about how can we um, promote this racial justice from a context of faith. Hmm. And, and, and so that's, I like doing that too. I like doing that. Yeah. And I love the Jesuits. So. Well, and we love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's been but, a long time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, and and I think that's a kind of uh, a nice segue, I think, into into Easter. Um, and so I think uh, um, that so the readings, the gospel for Easter talks about uh, Mary Magdalene, I believe, going to the tomb and and Jesus isn't there. Um, and the, so the resurrection has happened. Now, is how would you how, talk about talk about the resurrection? Sure, it's no. so easy and simple. <laughs> um, so for me, I will just say too, Mary Magdalene is my patron saint. Oh, right. So yes. uh, I I love her for so many reasons. Um, but what I love about the story, and, and it's 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 not the exact Easter reading. It happens on the Wednesday of Easter week. But I love how she goes to the tomb, um, recognizes that something's happened. She runs back to tell. Right. So she runs back to tell others what's going on. Then she goes back to the tomb mm. and encounters Jesus, but doesn't recognize, right? Doesn't recognize who Jesus is until Jesus says her name. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, part of the resurrection all throughout Lent, um, you know, for so long, I think we've been, we've been sold this kind of weird understanding of Lent as suffering and, and sadness. And, and, and yes, you know, we, we are taking time to reflect and and see where we've fallen short but i think let's also the time for us to kind of prepare for the greatest gift that we're about to see which is hearing our name called in a way that erases all doubt mm. mm-hmm. that erases all fear that erases all sadness right because as soon as she heard jesus say mary Mm. and she had probably never heard it that way but as soon as she heard jesus say her name she knew something else had happened something yes different right Mm -hmm. and so the resurrection for us is allowing jesus to say our name in such a way that calls us to be our most authentic self so it's not just jesus resurrecting it is us being called forth from the tomb of doubt of jealousy of um, comparison uh, and feeling like all those things are wrong and saying no this is who i am fully present fully being called um so for me that is just such an exciting moment Mm. uh yeah i i I love the fact that she um, she always knew who she was, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but she had always been defined by other people. And yet when Jesus says her name at that point, she is allowing Jesus to really define who she is. And so that's that's a beautiful mm-hmm. moment for me in the resurrection. Yeah, mm, that's beautiful. That's like and I'm thinking about. Um, I think the things that go on that are going on in our country, um, I, we can expand to the world, but in our country alone, um, and, and and thinking about uh, racism and thinking about um, uh, the phobias that are out there in the world and how they are they are other people defining defining. I want to say us because I'm a brown person, yes. so like who, who define us, um, uh, and then there's that moment 
a Christ moment when when we are able to define ourselves through the voice of something so human and divine as Jesus Christ. And and it, it reminds me of um uh it's kind of similar uh, my mother. Um so my name my name is Damien, yes, but um she would call me Mijo, which is Spanish for my son. Um mi hijo bringing it together Mijo and um whenever there were moments when I um, needed some love or I was going through something, um, she never said Damien. She would say, oh, mijo. Mm. And like my name, that's my name being said out loud. And it switched to everything. It turned everything on. And I feel like that, 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 that for me, that's kind of like Jesus talking to Mary. Like that's yes. the way he says it. And, and, and then you just know, like, I know that's my mother because she knows my name, which is mijo. Not not Damien, though that is the name she gave me. Yes, and, and, and being Haitian for me, so, you know, people say my name, Danielle, but when I hear my parents say my name, Danielle, mm. right, there is a whole different kind of thing that calls me to hold myself differently or just walk into the world differently. Um, being Haitian in this country, you know, sometimes I don't get to share that part of me. Hmm. This country so sometimes focused on the color of skin, yes. not so much about ethnicity. Um, so I find myself a lot of times wanting to proclaim to everybody, I'm Haitian, I'm Haitian, look at me, I'm Haitian. I wave the Haitian flag. I have things all around um, my space that let people know who I am. And I think, again, the resurrection, when Jesus says Mary or when he says Danielle, it's like, I see, I see all of you mm. and I love you. Yes. Which is part of the resurrection as well. It's not this, I see you in all of your mess. It's, I see you and I love you. And I call you forth to be a part of this good news. Because mm. right away she's like, okay, I got to go share it. I can't keep it to myself. I got to go. And so that that's our call for Easter, right? That all that we've been preparing and now we've had this moment of recognition and now we can't keep it to ourselves. The joy is overflowing. And so in my, in who I am as a black woman, who I am as a Haitian, and now I want to share that with all because I know that what I have to contribute to the world um, makes the world better. Yes. Right. And so um, that's Easter for me. How do I make the world better and shine that light? Yeah. Mm, amen. I'm like I'm just all fired up in the inside too. I'm like, yes, I'm I'm Damien. Yes. <laughs> I am Danielle Hearing. Yes. <laughs> and I, that is the exact call that I think that the the um at the end of Mass, um, when the priest says, you know, the mass has ended and go and go and proclaim the gospel or the good the good news. Um like that's 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 that sending off. Like that's that like now, 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 now we know your name. God knows your name. Now go tell the world, leave this church because it's not here. It's out there. And that's why we can say hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Absolutely. Hallelujah. We are. Yes. This is a rejoicing. This is a. you know, celebration. This is amen, right? You, I mean, this is 
what we've been wanting and hoping for and desiring and and feeling empowered to do so yeah yeah I, i i love easter i do Easter is great, and it really is something that I don't know if can, can it can't really happen. Is that what I, what I want to use? It can't really happen without Lent, right? Yes. Like we have to be, we have to the 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 cross has to be presented to us in order for us to see the resurrection. Yeah. So, Dave, it's what's so interesting. Um, I've had people say to me when I talk about uh, the work that I do with SHMR. Um, and, and I've had a number of people say, you know, Danielle, why do we still talk about slavery? Why are we still talking about it? Like slavery's over. Mm-hmm. We don't, we didn't own slaves. I didn't, you know, you're not a slave. So mm-hmm. why are you still talking about it? And I say, you know what? Think about when we are at Palm Sunday mass or Good Friday mass. Mm. What's the role of the congregation? What do we say during those gospels? We say crucify him. Yes. Right. The only time I've ever heard uh, it was great. I was at church once and a a young little boy was saying, I don't want to say that. He was saying that to his mom and his mom like, no, you've got to say it. This is the line. This is the line. And so we got to that part and we're all, you know, the congregation says crucify him. And the little boy screams out, Jesus, run as fast as you can. (laughs) They're coming to get you. Because, again, it's the children. Notice the children get that something's not right here. Yes. But. Our role in the congregation is to say, crucify him. We say it. Even though we weren't there, Mm -hmm. we weren't standing in the crowd, but we understand that part of who we are has to go through remembering this so that we can get to the Easter. Mm. And so just as we remember that part of our faith journey, we need to remember that part of our history as well. So the Lent of slavery and the pain of slavery and the work of, um, of, of trying to dis, dis, dismantle, we have to acknowledge it so that we can get to the other side. Yes. It's not saying that, no, you did not maybe particularly own slaves or own people, but we all benefited. Mm. But we're not going to stay there. Because Ignatian spirituality says we are loved sinners, mm-hmm. but we need to acknowledge the sin yes, so that we can then be, move into the love of Easter. Right? That's right. So that's why I always say, so it's the same kind of movement when we talk about um, slavery in this country. I see it as a Palm Sunday, Good Friday, Easter vigil moving into Easter and the possibility of what the United States of America could be than fully embracing everyone, who they are, how they're made authentically, all of us being called by that special name so that we bring all of ourselves and we don't have to try to melt into one way or act a certain, you know, but that we're all together in this. Yes. Yeah. Mm. This is perfect. This is so good. <laughs> yes. I can talk to you all day. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Um, see, you don't need Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Wooders? <laughs> um, well, with that, um, maybe let's let's we have a lot to take to prayer. Yeah. Um, so let's um, we'll take a moment to center ourselves. Um, I invite our listeners, if you are able, 
uh, to close your eyes. If you are not able, uh, take a moment to take a look around you. What do you see? Just kind of breathe in the space that you're in. And acknowledge with gratitude this moment, this particular moment. Acknowledge that God is in our presence. And take a deep breath in and then let it out. Danielle, when you're ready. So as we enter into Easter, how do you find yourself these days? Are you grateful? Stressed? Annoyed? Are you noticing God more? Or are you feeling far from God? What do you need to let go of this week to feel the resurrection in your life? Expectations? Perfection? Comparing yourself to others? Imagine Jesus speaking your name with love, with encouragement, with expectation. How is Jesus calling you forth? the risen Lord as you would a good friend. Give him some praise and thanksgiving and then ask him what you need help with this week. Take a deep breath in and let it out. Danielle, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thank you. It was great. <laughs> yes, this is awesome. Um, let's do it. We're gonna, let's try something at the end of the app. This is, this is our final podcast. Um, okay. So to close this out, I'm going to count to three, and we both are just going to give a big hallelujah. Okay? Okay. One, two, three. Hallelujah! He is risen indeed! He is risen! Happy Easter! Happy Easter! I hope you enjoyed that episode uh, with Danielle and Damien. I am glad to have heard it after my retreat, and I hope you found it as spiritually beautiful as the two of them are. 
Thank you. <laughs> uh, D, this is it. This is the end of the end of the show for now. It is. We've come to the end. It went by so quickly. <laughs> God, here we go again. Um, I, I'm just really thankful. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you for trusting us and for joining us. We created this show with a great desire to connect uh, to a lot of you. And we have connect, connected with a lot of you. And it seems a little bit fitting that um, the world's opening up and church is going back to how we knew it before. And, and the show is coming to an end for now. We're not sure on the future. Uh, we definitely are going to take a break uh, for now. But I just want to say thank you. Thank you for trusting us. Thank you for welcoming us into your homes and families and ears. Uh, it's been a real joy to make this. And you can find all, all of our episodes are going to stay on the internet. So feel free to re-listen to these. Yeah, I would, and I echo that, that gratitude as well as just um, gratitude for your prayers, for our prayers joining together into this one body of Christ. Um, it, we're creating a community, um, even though we are all far apart, probably. Um, we are connected and united through heart and through prayer and through Jesus. So um, I felt that very prevalent um, during this entire Lent um, in this podcast so, and also thank you to Brother Matt for conceiving this idea, for allowing me to be a part of it, um, and for inviting all of his friends um, <laughs> <laughs> over to to express their faith life and and how and how God has affected their life. So it's been it's been such a, a heart opening experience for me, and I'm also presuming for the listeners as well. So we will maybe come back. Uh, who knows? We might get restless and make a new episode soon enough. But uh, for now, thank you. This is church at its very best. And we're all trying. And we wanted to create this to demystify prayer and to, to get to know each other and to get to know God a little bit better. And, and I think, Damien, I think we've done that. We've done that. We've done that. So remember. God loved oh, you first. Yes. So let's go forth today and live our lives as our response to that love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.